and welcome to episode 418 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and garden. Now coming up today I'm going to be talking about how I grow overwintered garlic and onions, something that I like to do every year. You'll find out more about that a bit later on but first let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Saturday the 9th of October 2021 today. I'm down on the allotment and I've spent a few hours down here today rather rather grateful actually. Roxy came down with me again, um, used the steak and that seems to have worked quite well but more on that at the end of this month. What have I done today? Well first of all we got an email the other day saying this from the council the email is saying that they are going to start the inspections over this next couple of weeks before renewal usually they do inspections all year round this year i don't think they have and usually renewal is throughout november ready for the following year so they're going to be doing inspections over this next couple of weeks and i thought i better come down and make sure everything does look to standard and on a whole I'm pretty happy with everything. I think we'll be okay. There's a few areas I'm not so happy with, of course, but I think we can work on that. But one thing that I did notice is that my compost bin, not the one that I emptied a couple of weeks ago, the other one, which is slightly newer, but it was all made out of old pallet wood, that has started listing to the side. So instead of buying in compost for the garlic and onion bed, I thought I'll empty that compost and use it. Now, a lot of it hadn't rotted down, so I had to throw the unrotted down stuff back into the other compost bin where it can rot down and produce compost ready for next year. And actually, that's filled that bin right up to the top. Then the compost that was usable, I have used on the beds and it's filled up the garlic bed and almost filled up the onion bed. Now I did think I was going to have to buy in compost to fill these in. I'm glad I didn't buy it. I'm glad I waited because now I don't have to buy as much compost. I will need two for the shallot bed. I'll come to that in a moment. But the garlic and the onion bed. Well the garlic bed is completely fallen out. The onion bed probably needs a couple of bags but not a huge amount. After that I went to the shallot bed. Now this shallot bed I've hoed down all the facilia that was growing in there and shading out all the weeds and I left all that just on the surface and then threw down loads of cardboard. Just cardboard boxes that we've had stored at home. Uh, laid it on top of all the foliage and then I've watered down all the cardboard just so it, it sort of shrinks down and sits on top quite nicely next week i will fill that up with compost i don't have any shallots at the moment so that's not such a a rush and then what i did is i went to a half bed which is just behind my greenhouse and i've got to be honest i didn't really use this bed this year i put in a load of pots that had uh, things like my saffron plants growing into them but the weeds have basically just grown pretty madly amongst that lot, including brambles. So I set to removing the pots in order to use the pots to weigh down the cardboard and clearing away all the brambles and the weeds and freed up that bed. Now that bed is now 
pretty much good to go. I've left the weed suppressor membrane over the top for the time being. But what I'm thinking of doing is growing pumpkins in this bed next year. So what that will mean, all I've got to do now is throw in loads of green waste. I'm talking my trimmings, my prunings, my lawn clippings, kitchen waste, just into this bed. And then that will rot down over this next year. But that will also make a really good bed to grow pumpkins in. A bit like a bean trench, I guess. I could also do beans in it, but I'm, I'm going to do pumpkins, I think, in this bed. Right, so that is what I've been up to today. I'm going to head on home, and then tomorrow we've got some stuff to do at home. It is Sunday the 10th of October 2021 today, just in my greenhouse at home. And I've been sorting out the greenhouse in, at home today. Now, first of all, down one side I had three tomato plants. They're still here. They're the only tomato plants that have really produced tomatoes and are still producing tomatoes. But what I did is I used some string in order to tie them up. But unfortunately, the string has given away and they have fallen down. So I, uh, I've basically just tied those back into place in order to support them. And I don't think it'll be long before these eventually will come out. Now, on the other side, I have my cucumber plant. Now, my cucumber plant has actually done really well this year. I've had quite a few cucumbers out of it. I've been really, really pleased with it. But I think its time is done. So I've ripped that cucumber plant out and composted it. You know, it's always hard to take anything out, but I think today this just has to happen because it's, um, well, it's not going to produce any more and it, it's just time for it to go. Then what I've also done is I've moved my broad bean plants that I'd sowed in the green, in the shed, sorry, and I've moved the tray out to here. Now these are actually growing really well, but they're getting a bit leggy. So I figured, move them into the greenhouse, they get a bit better light, a bit brighter, better sunlight, should start to sort them out. And they seem to be, well, they should be growing okay in here. I'm not worried that they're going to get too cold or anything, but I do think they're going to need to uh, go outside quite soon. Now all this is done is basically freed up space inside this greenhouse where I will be sowing things like lettuce, landcress and various things like that that we can grow in here throughout the winter months and make the most of this space. Well, indoor space, indoor growing space, make the most of it while it is empty as well as using the shelves that I have in here to sow some of my seeds. Now my shelves are what go with my root trainers and they've been pretty good, actually. They've, they've worked quite well. But I do think I need perhaps a proper shelf for pots that can be folded away quite easily along one side. It's something I'm looking at as a, a purchase to buy at some point. Just to, again, make more use of this greenhouse. Anyway, that's what I've been up to today. Pretty, uh, pretty busy, adventurous day. And uh, tidied up the greenhouse quite a bit. It is Monday the 11th of October 2021 today. Back down on the allotment. I've rushed 
into Lillaman on the way home from work, only for 10 minutes while the sun was setting, just to, uh, well, basically try and make a bit of use of the time. And actually, it's quite a nice evening. I've got to say, even though the light's getting darker and darker and, and the sun is setting, it's been nice. And I've only been here 10 minutes. It's amazing. What have I done in this 10 minutes? Well, I went to the bed that I grew my second early potatoes in. And I just dug that over. Basically to remove any of the cooch grass. But also to remove any of the leftover potatoes. We've got a few. Enough to do a couple of meals. So that'll be nice throughout this week. And more importantly, it's got that bed just looking tidier and tidier there's still a bit of root and a bit of cooch grass to come out but it's getting a bit too dark to do it now uh, what I will do in this bed is sow some green manure a bit later on this week just to uh, basically I'm not going to use it now so I might as well sow the green manure for the time being but the thing I've really taken a note of is that I've only spent 10 minutes down here today and I've achieved a fair job. I'm not saying it's uh, perfect and yeah 10 minutes isn't a long time but I've done what I set out to do and I feel a lot happier for doing it and I've enjoyed myself nicely chilled out before I go home. Well that is it for this week's diary section. What have you been doing in your own allotments or your own gardens? Please do let me know. I'm going to run one of my commercial breaks and then I'll be back with how we go about growing garlic and onions. I would just like to ask you if you are enjoying this podcast and perhaps you might consider signing up to the Supporters Club. It costs just £5 a month and for that you get access to exclusive behind-the-scenes content including two extra podcasts each week, only for supporting members. Added to that, each month you will receive a gift pack containing a newsletter and at least six packets of seeds that can be sown that very month. By becoming a supporting member, your monthly contribution helps me keep this podcast moving forward and grow. It also helps me encourage and teach more people how to grow their own food, something I passionately believe everybody can do. To become a member, head to thevegroundpodcast.co.uk. Well, it's amazing just how a few short minutes on the allotment lifts your spirits. I really enjoyed the short amount of time I spent on the allotment this evening, and it just goes to show how much can be done in just a short amount of time. Now this week I wanted to talk about growing garlic, onions and shallots over the winter. This is something that I do every year and it just helps me feel like something is growing in the allotment over those bleaker months. It feels like the allotment is working. Also it goes on to produce food for next year which is obviously the most important thing. Over the last few weeks, I have mentioned that I wanted to get these planted. And usually, I would be looking to do these around the 20th of September. But this year, I have actually been delayed. This has meant that I have spent a bit more time just getting the beds prepared. And like so many things, preparation is key. Because I'm on a hard clay, when I designed my allotment, I elected for raised beds. And this means that all of my beds are free and draining, which is important, as all three of these plants do not like being waterlogged. And in fact, they could actually rot if they sit in water. So free draining soil is a must. 
To aid this, I've been adding plenty of organic matter to the beds, and this will build up the compost and also add nutrients to the plants, which they will need when they get growing. Now, this has taken some time to prepare, but we have almost got it done now. Added to that, all three of these plants like some good sunlight, so a sunny position is a must, especially over the winter when the light levels are so much lower. Before planted, I will actually scatter some wood ash over the garlic bed. Garlic loves potash, and I used to use a specific garlic fertiliser. Now, I've decided to save some money and just use wood ash instead. The onion and the shallot bed I will scatter over some blood, fish and bone fertiliser and that will get those plants off to a great start. Now we have the beds prepared, we need our cloves and sets, which fortunately are being sold in garden centres at the moment. So if you need some, just run down to your nearest garden centre and go and find what they have for sale. In my case, however... My garlic and my elephant garlic I've been growing for a number of years and have been saving the biggest bulb each year to replant. And that's what I've done with my very early purple white, my early purple white and my Casablanca and my elephant garlic. Added to this, I've brought in a variety called Marco. For the onions, I've brought the varieties Electric and Troy and I've brought these in set form. Now I've chosen to grow these from sets as I didn't grow any seeds back in August and to be honest sets just work just as well for me for autumn sowing. Now if you don't know what onion sets are they are basically immature onions where seed has been sowing and they started to grow and then they are sold off as immature onions. It's the same for shallots although I need to buy those sets in but I'm hoping to buy the varieties Golden Gourmet and Germal. When it comes to planting out, it's actually very easy, if not a little time-consuming. Simply dip a hole and pop in either an onion or shallot set, making sure that they are the right way up. And that's usually the pointy end up. To plant the garlic, we just need to split apart all the cloves and remove all the papery material. And again, dip a hole and pop in a clove. Now I like to allow about 15 centimetres of space between all the cloves and sets except for the elephant garlic where I double that and allow 30 centimetres of space. When we dip the hole I usually make that about 2 centimetres deep and I find that to be just about right except for the elephant garlic when I'll probably go to about 5 centimetres deep. Basically I'm going to be covering the whole set or the whole cove. Once all the cloves and sets are planted, I give it a really good watering and that also leads to it back filling up with compost. So no need to scatter over or fill in the holes that you've dipped. The water will do that itself. Then it's worth putting a cover over. Now this could be fleece or netting and it's not so much to keep the cloves or the sets warm. It's in order to prevent the birds from digging up or pulling up your onions or your cloves. Now they do do this quite regularly and it's a, a problem that I often suffer with if I don't net my cloves. But what I do if it does happen is just pop the clove back into the hole and hope, and that generally does lead them to establishing quite nicely. Once these are growing they actually need very little work. You've got to keep them weed free and water if we have a dry spell which over the winter is very rare but as we move into the spring it becomes more of an issue. 
I would also recommend using a mulch and this will help retain moisture and nutrients in the soil while at the same time suppressing weeds. Now we can use a, a mulch over the winter and the mulch that I've been reading about and going to be trying out this year, especially on my garlic, is to use leaves. Now this year I'm planning to get as many leaves as I can get to make a leaf mould. But a few of these leaves I will run through lawmo and mix up with a bit of chopped grass and use that to mulch around my garlic, my onions and shallots. Just plaster that over the soil all the way around and hopefully that will work well to suppress weeds and get those plants off to a much stronger growth. Come spring, we can actually start to harvest our onions. They won't be fully grown at this point, but we're going into that hunger gap period where we don't have much available and there's a good chance we don't have any onions left in store. So what I find then, just going to pick the odd onion when we need them, they're small, but they will help us out to make sure we don't have to buy any onions in. Now, if we leave them in the ground, they will actually reach full size by about the longest day, the end of June. Now, that's usually when it's a good sign that they're going to be ready. Around summertime, it's also time to keep a close eye out for bolting. This is where the plants start to pot up a flower spike. Now, if you see this, simply move the flower spike immediately and that way the plant will continue to put all its growth back into the bulb or the cloves. Uh, if you leave it, it will try and produce a flower and trying to produce seeds, so it wastes a lot of energy. But if you do get any that start to bolt, it's very easy to, to spot the bolt because it's a round stem that comes up from the middle of a plant and it looks completely different to the rest of the plant. I would also say you need to use the ones that have bolted up first when it comes to harvesting, so get those straight into mills or chopped up and into the freezer. Another problem that I tend to suffer with is leek rust. Now this starts out as like a red rusty coloured blotches all over the leaves. Now this is a problem I get every year and if you leave it it will actually spread right throughout all the plants and the leaves will start to go yellow and dry and won't photosynthesize and therefore won't produce any bigger plants. That to be honest, I get it every year. And what I try to do is just as soon as I see those red blotches, I try and cut off all the infected leaves and hope, pray it doesn't spread. But to be honest, I never get away with it. It is spread and it will spread very quickly. But at the end of the day, by the time I get it, the onions or the garlic are usually grown to a decent size anyway. So it's not so much of a, a problem as such, but it's something to be aware of. Now, from my experience, these are the only problems I've suffered from. But I do know that there's quite a few problems that can happen with onions and garlics. One in particular is white rot, which literally does leave like this white, pussy-looking rot on the bottom of your onions or your garlic. While I've not suffered from it myself, what I understand is that you must use crop rotation to prevent this from happening. But if anybody out there has got any tips on preventing this, then please do share it with us. After the longest day, you will find that these will not grow anymore and the leaves will start to turn a brown, they will dry out and it's a good sign they are ready for harvesting. Another sign that I keep a close eye for is when the stalks flop over on soft neck varieties. When I see this, 
I know that they are ready to be harvested. And then all I do is lift up all the plants and place them in the greenhouse to dry for a couple of weeks before trimming the roots and the stalks off. I don't even wash them before they grow in the greenhouse. They're literally out the ground, shaken and placed in the greenhouse for two weeks. After that two weeks, they will end up in a cool, dry, dark place, such as my garage. When it comes to storage... I find that the garlic does store reasonably well into winter and in fact even into early spring. The elephant garlic and the shallots however they can last an entire year in storage and that's one reason why I recommend growing these. But the onions don't store as well. I can usually get them to last till about Christmas time before they start to rot but what I find now, and I've only started doing this, is that I then will move on to my spring-planted onions. The spring-planted onions will last in storage a lot better. So if you've got the space, grow both. Grow your autumn onions, grow your spring onions. Highly recommend doing that, and it's certainly something that I will be doing myself. Well, that is how I will be growing my garlic and onions and shallots this year. But what about you? What will you be doing differently? Let us know by emailing me, richard at vegroundpodcast.co.uk. You can visit the website and leave a voicemail or even comment on the bottom of a blog post at vegroundpodcast.co.uk. Or you can find me on social media. Now tonight, in fact, I've just been notified that Facebook has launched its own podcast services. So you can actually listen to this podcast while on Facebook. Just something I thought I'd throw out there if that interests you. Well, thank you so much for joining me this evening. We will be back again next time. So until then, please take care.